0: Welcome to Live sense I'm Sheila Applegate
1: And I'm Zach Hansen
0: and a special shout out to Justin Applegate for the composition of the Live Sense8 podcast music. In this podcast, we dive deep into the concepts of consciousness and other interesting trivia in the Netflix original series, Sensate We're doing an episode by episode exploration of how we can live a Sense8 life. And we're also talking with cast and crew and team members of Sensei to hear the experience from their perspective.
1: Enjoy the show. And this week's episode is brought to you by Divine Phoenix Books. Books with a purpose for a positive change.
0: And we'd like to thank our new Patreon supporters, Sinal Sa and Singenden Lerenin.
1: What's going
0: on? In this segment, we talk about what's going on in the world of Sense Eight fandom. So, Zach, Sheila, we had a pretty awesome weekend last weekend, didn't we?
1: Agreed. It was pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh There was I had some tears.
0: You did a lot of tears. I had some laughs, and you had a lot of
1: laughs. I had some hugs. <laughs> I had some great food, and. I walked into some really fucking cold water, and it was excellent. That's true. Yeah.
0: And during it, we were hanging out with Michael, Michael Summers, yes. also AKA known Bug. as Bug.
1: And his mama and papa, and <laughs> they were awesome.
0: They are. What beautiful people.
1: So beautiful. You can tell, I I, I figured out where uh, Mike got part of his zany sense of humor.
0: Yes, Ed, yeah. Ed has the humor.
1: Yeah, and you could tell cuz in the podcast he's like, you know, it was really important my for my dad to know that I became a nice guy and I I see where that comes from because, you know, they're just uh, great people. Good people, pe- people's people, you know?
0: Yeah, and so proud. Yeah. So proud of their son and uh yeah, you had a little chat with his dad and you talked about the impact that it had on the world and
1: I did. I, I showed him some videos from Martin and mm-hmm. had some discussion and just gave him the big picture of why sense is a huge phenomenon and how it's, you know, I got to show him not just from my own words, but these videos of just people being touched all over the world it was a really great thing to be able to showcase to somebody.
0: Yeah. And it, it goes along with what Michael said in the show, because That seemed more important to him than the fact that his son had made it to a television series that was well known. And, um, yeah, that really touched his heart. So, anyway... It was fun hanging out with him, but that's not even why we went, right? Right, <laughs> and that's where not where the tears and the laughter came. Well, yeah, maybe well, a little the laughs for
1: sure. Yeah, I we had a lot of crying laughs. Crying, <laughs> <laughs> hanging out with.
0: But then we went Have to we, Heart and... in the Hood, yes, which Michael talked about on the episode he did with us, and this is his second in a series about his neighborhood in Oakland, Yep. San Francisco area and the impact that his neighbors have, have had on him and each other and wow my heart is aching with beauty as i talk about it i guess cuz it's it's not it's it's uplifting it's not sad but it's deeply touching
1: right well it to me he he lives in an impoverished neighborhood, right? And mm-hmm. so, with that, there there is sadness. It's a gritty. To me, it was kind of a gritty reality of the way certain people live and the environment they have. So there, it was this um, dichotomy of a hard life with lots of beauty involved and heart. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, so. Highly recommend that if you ever get a chance to see Heart in the Hood. I'm hoping he does Hick in the Hood again sometime, because I really want to see that. And then I'm waiting for the third to come out, Michael. (laughs) And so let's see, we've got coming up in a week or so, just over a week, we'll be heading to Chicago for the screening.
1: Music Box Theater, here we come.
0: Yes. So we'll be um, letting you guys know how that is and hopefully seeing some of you. I do know there's a few of you that will be at that event as well. So that's pretty exciting to meet some of the cast and yep. and crew and the Wachowskis, or at least Lana will be there, and um, and all the other fans. So we get to hang with... Maximilian a bit during that time. I can't wait. I oh, know. We love you. <laughs> this is just so much fun doing this podcast, Zach.
1: It is. I really just enjoy meeting so many beautiful people and having beautiful conversations. It's, uh, it's awesome.
0: Right. So yeah. speaking of meeting beautiful people, Martin Erdhart put out a new trailer. For the special, talking about his journey with the documentary. And uh, we're there in the deep snow for one little quick scene. Yeah. <laughs> In our backyard, so if you want to know where our backyard, what our backyard looks like in the snow time, we'll give you another image of that. I don't
1: think it's a really good representation no, of our no, backyard. that's true.
0: It just shows our house in the snow. Right. The other view is gorgeous. but anyway, we'll we'll show you all a a picture of the yard as it turns green. And we got to show you, Martin, what it looks like here when every all the white turns to green, which is happening now. Anyway, very cool new trailer by Martin, and he's still taking submissions for the documentary. So we'll have that uh, link on the Patreon page. And really, it's just taking out your camera and doing a little video of what Sense8 means to you. Or I believe he said he's also taken writ- taking written submissions. So yep. If you're not comfortable with a camera... Don't let that stop
1: you. And you can find all the details on how to submit your stories in the description of the YouTube video. So make sure you look at the description and read it.
0: Yes. Read the details. All right. So there's lots of effort going on to promote the special, which is June 8th. And... Just follow and support whatever resonates with you. People are trying all kinds of different things to help get the word out, get more fans to watch Sensei with the hopes that that will help to open a doorway for another season. Some of the hashtags that people are working on getting trending on Twitter are Hashtag Sensate all five season. Hashtag Sensate. Hashtag Bring Back Sensate. Hashtag Give Eight season three. Hashtag Sensate special. And hashtag Sensate Fridays. So use them when you can. Use the ones that resonate with you. And let's see if we can get more people aware through trending. We also want to give a shout out to Sensate Dailies who teamed up with the Global Cluster and Blurry Truth to create a flyer campaign. So if you're interested in supporting that, the idea is to get pictures of people holding the flyer all over the world. So reach out to Sensei Dailies and you can get all the details. All right, we have an incredible guest here today. Let's get this show going. All right, we have Zakia here today, also known as Mombi Maina. Mombi is prolific actress, dancer, and producer who has actively starred in local and international film projects since the beginning of her career in 2009. She's best known for her role as Nandi on NTV Kenya's soapy drama Mali and Zakia in Netflix sci-fi show Sense Eight. Mombi was born and raised in Nairobi, Kenya, where, from a young age, she expressed herself creatively through singing, dancing, and choreography. (laughs) After garnering her first role in 2009, she played Raziki in Unseen, Unsung, Unforgotten, then acted beside Nigeria's famed Rita Dominic in Shattered in 2011. Around this time, she was selected to participate in a workshop with one fine day films where she had the chance to train with Oscar nominee Elfray Woodard. Her star rose even further when her name became a household one through shows like NTV Kenya's Molly and syndicated How to Find a Husband. She played Jojo in the futurist Katty Caddy, a Kenyan-produced and directed film that later won several international awards such as the TIFF, Two thousand and sixteen prize of the International Federation of Film Critics for the Discovery Program. Mumbi featured the Kondo, her first Nigerian series in two thousand and sixteen, and Mascara, a pan African drama produced in two thousand and sixteen, expected to go on air in two thousand and eighteen. Casting director Carmen Cuba, then handpicked her for the Lana Wachowski Tom Twiker directed global hit Sensate, which is why she's here today. <laughs> welcome, Mumby. <laughs> welcome,
1: Mumby. How are you?
0: I'm great. I've never been <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're so happy to have you here with us. Thank you for joining us. No,
2: thank you for having me on. It's it's an honor Thank you so much.
1: Oh, you're welcome.
0: So tell us about your experience with Sense8 and the just a general overview of what it felt like to be a part of that
2: incredible series. Wow. Um, where would I begin? It's, um, it has been an experience. You know, it's been um, a journey that I never imagined I would be experiencing <laughs> the way that I am right now, so the only way that I can describe it. Um, it has been life changing for me, and um, everything that has happened with the show and with the character that I've played has literally altered so many aspects of my life that it's incredible. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited to be part of the show.
0: That's awesome. We hear that actually with each of the actors that we talk to that the role changed their
1: lives. Can yeah. you elaborate a little bit? Would you like to share about one or two of those things, how your life has changed?
2: Well, well you know, um, I mean, for anyone who's watched sense knows that it's a very, it's a groundbreaking kind of series. It is, it is, it speaks of truth. It's, it's not the kind of series that you just <laughs> watch blindly, like, right. you, know, you know, that you want to watch, um, what's it called? Um... Uh, mindless TV. <laughs> you know, so I was gonna it. list a bunch of mindless yeah. TV think, titles. <laughs> it is not the show. It does not work with this show. Right? You know, it, it's so it provokes your thinking to so many levels, and and I feel like that's just the experience that every person that's involved in the show. That's what happens. Them. I mean, it provokes your life. <laughs> you know, it provokes your thought. It provokes um, how you. Um, see people how you view the world how you all the stereotypes that you've ever had in your mind they're shattered they're broken and and that's really just what happened for me to put it in a a mild way (laughs) um you know we've never had kind of experience even in the film industry um, in Kenya not to this kind of level and it's opened up our eyes and and we've spoken about so many things that we speak about um, in Kenya especially. And for me as an actor to be able to portray, you know, a role like this um, and represent uh, so many Kenyans in this way, it, that in itself was was mind-blowing, mm-hmm. yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and an honor, really, and humbling at the same time. Um, I loved for the fact that Zakia is not the typical... Um, depiction of what Hollywood tends to portray Africans in general, right? And I mean, she is she's smart, she's she's strong will, she's empowered, she's um, she's sexually empowered. She's oh, she's she's just she's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the first time, <laughs> no, really, I'm just like oh, like the first time I saw the when I sent the site for for the audition. I fell in love. I was done. I was just like this woman. I don't know, <laughs> but me and her, we're good. Like we're, we're fine. We're, good. we're moving on together. I don't care about anyone else, you know. And I, I just kept feeling like it's time. We're we're ripe and we're ready for this kind of um, uh, show and this kind of character show up on TV. And so when I got the role, I I was so excited and shocked at the same time that I I don't even know how to describe what I was. I was I was in days. For maybe four or five days, I, I don't remember half the conversations I had with people because I was like living in a bubble, and I was scared because it's she's such a heavy character, you know. She's mm-hmm. she has so much depth. There's so many layers to uncover with with what she says and who she is. That um, you know, it's not the kind of character you take lightly. Right. So for me, I mean, it, it turned me inside out. That's the only way I can put it. Um, yeah. Yeah, as I babble on and on. (laughs) I'm a babbler, by the way. I really talk a lot. Carry on. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you.
0: (laughs) So you said it it turned you inside out. Did you feel as if you needed to go deep in and explore? I mean, because we're going to talk about some of the lines, and, you know, she as a character carries a lot of weight. The lines are huge you know that even even sometimes when they're not big lines they're very provocative do you find that you had to go in word and kind of see how you felt about some of the things she was saying and explore that
2: every single line Mm -hmm. yes I I did you know the thing about about acting for me has been I've always felt that every character that I have ended up playing has had to Oh, uh, what's the? I'm trying to look for the word, but it's it's reached into parts of myself that either I have acknowledged or not acknowledged, <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. you know. And
2: then I get the opportunity to to be that person, whether I was ready or not.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. And
2: what Zakia did for me was was she threw me into the deep end, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to question so many of my own values, my own thoughts, my own insecurities, and deal with them in order to portray Zakia as real as she is because she represents so many people all over the world and she represents parts of who I am as well. So it would not do her justice to not honor every line and every um, part of her character, if that makes sense. It does. So,
0: yeah. And it's beautiful. And thank you for doing that work so that you could portray her with such... Profound elegance.
1: Profound awesomeness is yeah, how that- I oh. would say. That.
3: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Hi <right>. Zach. Hi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, would you say that then? Uh, having to dig deep in here into this character and all of those aspects of yourself—they so by playing the character, you were em- you empowered yourself basically because you had to dig in to these unknowns or knowns and then those kind of became who you are now as a person is that correct
2: she's definitely influenced um who i am as a person today yes
1: and has that, is- that um helped you in your acting career
2: it has it has um it's it's definitely impacted me positively um in my career and sometimes it's just good writing and having great directors as well <laughs> that just sort yeah. of that helps. It does. Together, you know, helps a lot. They're trying to carry the team
1: or anything, right? Oh, thank God.
2: <laughs> you know, um, and, and that's that's the thing about phones, like you have all these ingredients and then you have the pot and then you have the fire, and none of it works without having one or the other, you know? Um yeah, did I answer your question? I'm sorry I attempted yeah remember. yeah you did yeah yeah It
1: is. it has helped you as an actor. So okay. has it um, made you a little bit more fearless per se and maybe more open to play roles that are even deeper or more out of the box than she is for you?
2: I would say that I mean it, it, there were certain there were definitely certain challenges that I had um, with realizing that okay, I'm definitely going to be out of the box as you said right but I think that's every actor's dream. You know, you, right. you you want to be out of the box. You want to challenge yourself all the time. I want to challenge myself all the time. Um, playing just one role and being just one thing is, even as a human being in general, is is difficult, close to yeah. impossible, right? And, and um, yeah, she definitely has um, opened up my eyes. I've, I've stretched as an actor, you know, out of my comfort zone and, and realized that there really um, is little that I can't do you know and i and i give uh credit to Zakir for that. Since I'm
1: awesome. <laughs>
0: yeah. I want to dive in a little bit more about what you said regarding um Nairobi not having Hollywood come in in that way or representing people from Africa in that way. Typically, mm-hmm. I actually have and I'm going to let you pick or if they go together, I actually have two questions with that. One, how do you feel about do you, do you feel like it did a good job? Um, probably the best yet. Is that good? <laughs> you know, is that still is there more to show about the culture Then obviously there's more to show? But is there a depth? Are you satisfied with what it showed?
2: I, I definitely know that there's so much more you know, um to to give. We we have so much that if only it could be unearthed. I mean there right. there's so many layers and levels to, to what we have to offer to our cultures um here in Kenya. And this is definitely the step in the right direction. It's a powerful step and I think the only raise up from here.
0: Beautiful. And we need that step to go further. You need that. Yeah. yeah. So the other part of that is do you notice a difference. So with this being more, you were already very um, well known, and you had a lot of accolades in your career already in Kenya with this, and now having that sort of Hollywood theme that goes with it. Is there a difference with that experience for you?
2: Oh, yeah. different as night okay no I'm being dramatic Um, (laughs) um, I mean what what I what I'm extremely grateful for um, with every role that I've played in Kenya is that um, for starters I mean I learned everything that I learned on set you know I I learned while working Uh (laughs) Um, yeah I mean I've, I've not been to school I you know we don't I, I didn't have the opportunity to to go to, to acting school here. There are not very many here that I would say, which was part of the reason. It was great that I got the, the one fine day film right. workshop, um, which um, Tom Tykwer is actually um, really involved in. Okay. But, But oh, I've forgotten what you asked me. <laughs> Does this happen a lot? My brain is like oh, always very really busy, so <laughs> I should have had this, this this interview in the morning. My question, my answer would have been so straight. But yes, uh, no. no, no, no. <laughs>
0: They, Sorry, we wouldn't have wanted that. Things. We like the rambling. That's what we're used to.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's good. Phew. Yeah. yeah. That's
0: so, good. so it's night and day difference. What? <laughs> what is it? Is what's Give us just a little example of what being a a Hollywood famous is different for you in your life. That.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean. Well, to be very frank, it starts off with budget,
3: <laughs> right? Um, uh-huh. we,
2: we don't have the kind of budget that Hollywood has,
3: right. so,
2: which which doesn't give uh, the same level of opportunities, mm-hmm. you know, that we'd like to have um, in the film industry here, the kind of level of support that we would need to create, you know, another Sense8, for instance, right? Right. Um, so with with having budget, then you get to hire enough people to, do the, to get the job done. Bottom line. And, um, you know, having having learned everything on the job, everyone here pretty much learned everything on the job, most of the people here. And so you learn to multitask. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you know, you can be... Um, Wow, you can be an art director and continuity at the same time, you know, like you just know how to do everything, which is also great because you work very well under pressure, right? Right. Um, I mean, the, one of the biggest differences, obviously, which came with budget was just the fact that everyone who was assigned to do their job had all the room and space to do what they needed to do, right? Right. Um, which as a result, produces better productivity, if I can say that. Mm-hmm. Um, things move faster. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question, but that that for me is the first thing that, that it was for me. Um, because the level of experience that we have here in Kenya, it's there. It's just opportunities that not, are not as large as Hollywood. So, um, yes, yeah, so there is a vast difference.
1: Yeah, I'd say definitely it's a big difference. Like you said, uh it's nice to have people around that are um on point and can do aren't multitasking, right? Yeah. That's a, much. that's a yeah, that's that is a big deal.
2: Yeah. And it's not to say that that's, you know, that's a case for every single set, but right. it's sort of what it is. <laughs> you know, it, <laughs> it sort of is just how it goes. Um the same as a couple of other countries in 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 africa so i mean hollywood there there's you've set your structure from a very long time ago <laughs> i think it's the when gosh when did hollywood start i don't even want to know okay cut that out cut that out edit that out <laughs> fix it in post fix it in post <laughs>
3: okay we'll do that
2: but
0: we might use it as a bleeper. <laughs> uh, bloopers. Yeah. Thank
2: you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but on a serious note, <laughs> I mean, what you're asking is actually really, really important because um, what we take for granted a lot of the time is that Hollywood is way advanced also because it's been there for a very long time, yeah? Mm-hmm. We're still yeah. relatively very new in the film industry. And so we still have a long way to go in, the, in regards to developing structure and putting them in place and, build, you know, getting and I mean, all of that. There's so much that we still have to get our feet on. Right. You know? Um, Yeah. So that's number, that's a second answer to your first question.
0: (laughs) That's, that's awesome. And I I really appreciate you diving into that with us, because I think it's important, you know, Sense8 has a global audience. And the more we know about each other, the better the world will be.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Thank you being so sweet about it
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I want to ask you we've got we put out some questions on Twitter which you know so let's let's ask a few of those here Okay. we mm-hmm. have we're just going to use their Twitter name and give them a shout out we have Kaja Sensi Homestead who says what is your favorite part what was your favorite part of joining the Sensate cast wow
2: Wow, so many favorites.
0: I always, um, yeah, I always think with that question, how am I supposed to pick a favorite?
2: <laughs> yeah, like how do I pick one? There's so many. It's, it's, ooh, wow, we'll just name I mean, a couple. <laughs> there's meeting, Lana. Let's start there. <laughs> there was there's meeting the whole cast. I um because um I got to I I got to audition in Berlin for for my final callback. Which was great. I'd never been I'd never been to, to Europe before, so that was already amazing. Nice. <laughs> I felt like I'd really won.
3: Um,
2: but then going there and then experiencing my first international read through and meeting every single person of the cast. I think that probably was my favorite moment, the beginning, you know. Um, one off. let <laughs> just say one off my Because everyone was so kind and so warm. I started tearing up every Tuesday. Like, I was just this girl who just randomly go to the corner and start sniffling. <laughs> and I'm as I'm a crier. Like, I'm very emotional, yeah? So, that, I was not ready. No one had prepared me for all of this. So, I, I, I just, oh, wow. I just kept I kept telling everyone, I love you so much. Like, I was just like, oh, how bad, girl. <laughs> Which is great, because, because it's, it's not often that, you know, a, a dream of yours comes through and... You know, you're not sure how everyone's going to be. You don't know. You know, you, you assume that because it's it's international thing and it's all, and it's all these big stars and you know someone might be stuck up or you know you watch TV and you just assume that who will be something that they're not, <laughs> and then you're blown away and you realize that everyone treats everyone so much respect and love and and kindness and open heartedness that you know that that was definitely my favorite moment just just connecting with everyone. From the minute we met, it was was ridiculous.
1: (laughs) It is. So we've interviewed a few people on the show now, and everybody's like, oh, man, it's so awesome. And we get to go to the uh, pre-screening or the sneak peek in Chicago. And I'm just, Mm. I don't want to have any expectations, but my heart is just (laughs) already full and just like ready to just pour out when just meeting people from just yeah. the experience that we've had, a limited experience yeah. from talking to people. And it's just, it's an, it's awesome.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think uh, that that has, I think that was, that's part of the magic that is Lana, you know, that they go into this, the whole, the team goes into this with the intention of setting that. And drawing in the right people to make sure that happens. I'm not, I don't have yeah. a lot of experience on other sets, but you know, just so you know, you might have hit the jackpot on your first time in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, I am, I am pretty sure that I definitely hit the jackpot somewhere. I was like, I did something right in my past life because it, it, it is, it, uh, I mean, that's why I'm like I can't even talk about favorites because I'm like, how do I explain Paris? I can't. Right. I yeah. can't explain shooting on an Eiffel Tower. I I I can't. <laughs> there's there's no way that I can you know start saying that yeah my first experience like my first experience was in Paris and um mm-hmm. I was shooting and so like, I, okay I mean you, what do you, what the hell do you say? You just <laughs> it's, it's it's it feels like you're living a dream.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: but then it's reality and then it has purpose behind it right it, it's not just it's not shallow it's not just a show for the sake of being a show it's not a show just there to entertain it's it's moving people all over the world you know it's it's empowering people it's 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 giving hope you know and there's I don't think there's anything better than giving people a sense of hope about their own lives um yeah, sorry. I'm um, back to the
1: favorite part. Carry on. So to <laughs> sum <should've>. that up, <laughs> what was your question. favorite part of joining sense, the Sense8 cast? And the answer is yes. Yes. All of it. <laughs> All of it.
2: Huh?
1: Alright, so we got another question here from Twitter from Maria Loves Tina Desire? Is that
0: Desire? Desi- that's Yeah, the the
1: Tina. Yeah, it's Kala. Um, I have two questions. Yeah. What was the hardest scene to Mm -hmm. shoot? And does she keep contact with the cast? Are they friends outside of the show? Mm. And
3: okay. Oh,
1: okay. (laughs) Please tell Mumbi that I love her. She's very talented and beautiful, and Mm Zakia is amazing.
3: I love her, too.
2: (laughs) 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 Slobbery. (laughs) Oh, my heart. Okay. Um, Okay, I'll I'll tackle the first one um, about uh, what is the most difficult scene to shoot. Wow. I mean, I I feel like going back to to one of the first things that I said of how um, Zakir's lines are very... Are very powerful, each and every one of them, and and I, I did feel a lot of pressure to to not let her down as a character, you know. Um, and oh, wow, <laughs> my wow, this is a tough one. Come to think of it, <laughs> maybe we should ask what is the toughest question I've been asked in this interview. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I can't really say, I I found that saying that one of the scenes was tough to shoot because I I just, I felt like I took all of every single scene very seriously. And so I didn't know that that was tough or or great or what, but it just was what it was. But I will say... Um, some that I wish I was not feeling or being at a certain moment was when Zakir, um, approached Kafias after he'd approached, um, after he'd gone to her office, um, at the media house and, um, right before their first kiss. Now that day I was sick, like a little mm. puppy that had eaten chocolate. I mean, it was really bad. Oh, um, so I, I was, I was like, ugh, I was yeah, it was a really, really tough day for me, and I, I, I wish that I was at my best health. It's just that like we'd gone out to dinner the night before and, and felt. Yeah ambitious and mm-hmm. ate some stuff that was probably not the best for us
3: mm-hmm.
2: and so a bunch of us were actually quite sick on set that day but you know the show must go on right right <laughs> and, um and and for me i think that was probably the toughest day let's just put it in, i mean it was quite tough because for sure I, I wanted to do justice to the scene but then
1: i was also so sick
2: <laughs> so um I hope that answers
1: that. That's you, did nail, that awesome. you
2: nailed the scene. Yeah, though. for sure. We you nailed it.
1: We would have never known <laughs> unless you told us.
2: Well, okay. Well, now you know. Thank you. <laughs> um, and, then, and the thing is, I really love that scene. because I love that scene because, I mean, that's when she's most vulnerable with him. You know, and, and she, she that's when you really get to meet Zakia, You know, like, you're not afraid. Like, okay, we've got a feel of who she is. But that's when you really know it's like everything adds up. You're like, ah, this is why she is the way she is. You know, now it makes sense. So that was, that was a very powerful and very tough scene for me to to shoot. Um, what is the second question?
1: Do you keep contact with anybody from the cast or crew? Yes,
2: yes, I do. They're all awesome. oh, my sweethearts. I love them to <laughs> death. <laughs>
1: That's awesome.
2: <laughs> it's good we don't live in the same country, some of them, because people would... I'd probably be stalking them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They'd be stalking you right
2: back. (laughs) 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 Yeah, no, everyone's everyone's actually really great. Um, Yeah, so we keep in touch with all the cast members. Well, not all, but, you know, as, as many as we can. Right.
1: All right, then we have For the Love of Sense8 Twitter handle. What was your
2: you f- those names? Sorry, sorry, Carry on.
1: Yeah, there's some pretty crafty Sense8 Twitter handles out there for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they would like to know what was your funniest moment whilst filming hashtag Sense8 question mark.
3: Ooh.
2: Ooh. I think it was my scene with Jella when I come to tell um <laughs> about the news (laughs) um from the station i was just like this guy you know he's he's so similar in person like oh
3: we do know because we interviewed him
2: him. (laughs) half the time i'm just like i can't even i can't even shoot because i start laughing oh
3: man this
2: guy's not helping me at all
3: (laughs) it's so good
2: um, (laughs) Oh my gosh! And he's so serious when he's so funny. Like so you just end up sitting there laughing your head off, and you look like a fool. You're like you don't know what to do with yourself. So, no, he's great.
3: He, he so that was. was
2: one off. Um, another one which which I have to share was when I found out. I wouldn't say which cast member, but there's a certain cast member who has. I don't know if I'm giving out trades of the secret secrets of the trades of the secret secrets of the trade secrets of the trade. <laughs> um, when I when I kept wondering why someone's beard was there one day and then gone the next and then back the next day and then, and it turns out he had goat hair like the makeup artist put in goat hair <laughs> that was that was like really funny. <laughs> you see, I'm like, Okay, fine. It's not me. It's just crazy. I, will, I found that so funny. I was like, <laughs> Why? why? What is? Which goat? Like,
1: where did it come from?
2: Why are you doing this to
1: my brain?
2: Anyway, yes. So
1: So there wasn't like a goat pen on on the set where there's just random goats.
0: (laughs) On the plane, the goat's
2: always there.
1: (laughs) With a little spot shaved off of it.
2: You know, you're, Lots like, of spots. So you're, you're not having so many questions, but then you're not sure you want to know the answers. You're like, oh, right. "Where's the goat now? What's for lunch today? What's going on?" You know, like so many questions.
1: I, I'm gonna have to watch the credits to see if he's part of the makeup crew.
3: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> <You're funny. laughs> hilarious, hilarious. Awesome. Yeah.
1: All right, so let's, let's talk about some scenes. How about that? Ooh. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this is kind of, I'm going to play the clip, and this is your, your big intro into the series, and it is powerful. So let's, let's roll it.
4: Tell our viewers why it is that you're called Van Damme.
1: Have you ever seen Lion House?
4: No, I don't watch movies like that. Movies like what? Movies that glorify violence. Movies where the white man saves the world. (laughs) Lionheart is not about any of those things. It's about courage. Courage. (laughs) But Van Damme is white. Yes. So even if it's about courage, it's about white courage. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, maybe I'm not understanding, but what does courage have to do with? The color of a man's skin.
1: All right, so that's what we got.
0: Mm. a little bit spliced I yeah i spliced that. it up so
1: we could get some more in order um
3: <laughs>
1: but one of in my opinion this this particular scene uh i mean it just pulls my heartstrings all the time but uh it's so powerful and here you are lined up to in, you know this is where they introduce you to ask this question into the show so this is kind of where i associate you coming into the show with this powerful question yeah
0: what is your thoughts on the scene did you have? How do you feel like how did you feel about that character? I mean that's kind of the beginning of your story arc too right in the in the relationship with Cafius as he's going to kind of open your heart to a new understanding
2: yeah I feel that wow i mean it 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 definitely was a very heavy scene um and and I feel like she had. Already, she already had preconceived thoughts about what kind of guy this guy was, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And I think it's because so many times um, we've grown up in a society where it's the white man who comes to save um, the Africans, right? Right.
3: Um,
2: and, And that's, you know, that's been our history. I mean, the history of colonialism where whatever and whoever we were before was deemed as incorrect. And so... Um, their parent came to fix us, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. And I think that she was just coming with the thinking of, out of all the people who are supposed to be heroes right now in this moment, you choose the one thing that we are (laughs) trying to fight against in order to win back our own culture, who our identity is. And so I feel that she was already just biased to the fact that she was not interested in knowing who he was and who he is. And and I feel like in this um, particular scene, you know, we're, we're basically just showing everyone who Zakir is, what her morals are, what her values are, what she's trying to do in her career, you know, what she's trying to say, what voice it is that she's trying to to, I don't know I don't want to say what voice is trying to speak, but what, what voices she's trying to bring up and the ones that she's trying to silence
0: mm-hmm. right
2: right if It makes sense. Um, yeah, so I really feel that without that questioning that's just where she was she was coming from. She was coming from that state of okay <laughs> you're one of those who think that you know, one race is superior to the other or we need to be saved and it's only the white people who can save us, that kind of mentality. And she's clearly not for it. <laughs> um, and that's part of a reason, I mean, I love this show. It, it, it pushes the limits, you know? It asks Absolutely. the questions that people are not willing to ask and Zakia is that person who will ask those questions right. that people are not willing to ask.
0: Do you feel like,
2: um,
0: as you were playing the character, do you feel like his line caught Zakia in the heart?
2: Like, or off guard or through her a bit to question herself? I do feel that um, Zakiya was completely thrown. She came with a certain idea of who this guy was and her own preconceived ideas of, you know, what's right and wrong, who people are supposed to be, who they're not supposed to be. And he opened up her mind. And I feel like um, she had to let go of judgments as well in the span of a five-minute conversation. He completely spoke with so much honesty and and innocence and truth. Yeah, she was sort of swept off her feet
0: for lack of a Indeed,
1: better she was.
0: He also yeah. turned it around with a question to her. You think about reporters usually ask the question and the people are feel there's like a Ooh. underlining, you're supposed to answer, not ask me another question. So just the very fact that she got asked a question probably threw her. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And and it and you know, and the problem with being asked a question like that is that then you have to answer it. Right. <laughs> and not necessarily to the person but to yourself <laughs> exactly more
1: importantly yes to yourself
0: the other thing yeah. that I'm thinking with this too is the you know I always we're discovering that there's always so many layers to almost every single line in this show and mm. in this scene it's bringing up Hollywood well it's bringing up the white man and Hollywood with the, the Van Damme movies um, mm. at the same time as The show itself is changing it by making the hero, quote, be from every different culture and bringing it out of that and the need to all work together um, beyond race and have that not be a non-issue as they all team up together. So it's, you know, once again, a depiction of the show itself, even as it's part of the plot.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that is that is the beauty of this show. You know, there are no there are no barriers with it. Right. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, I am we, literally.
1: <laughs> All right, so we got another clip here. Mm-hmm. I really liked this one. Sheila really likes this one. You mentioned it <laughs> earlier in the show, but here we have Zakia waiting for Van Dam on the side of the street. We to now know up. you're
0: very sick. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so i'm gonna roll this clip and let's hear it hello hello
4: i am looking for some courage i heard i had a visit at the office the other day i shouldn't have come no the guys you met are assholes they're sons of the rich who play at journalism because it makes for a good shadow blind believe me your left found has more value than the three of them all (laughs) together thanks they told me that when you're at college
1: you wait.
4: Yes. I loved a woman. It's true. I've also loved men. I fall in love with a person, not their genitals. Which may sound weird to you. No. Not at all. Look. I'm not someone who usually talks like a greeting card, but lately I've come to see that luck is something that reminds you how beautiful the world can be, which is the part where I may need some courage. I have not felt so lucky
1: since I met you. And then Jella nods. (laughs) Yo, bro, hook her up. (laughs) happiest would have been lost (laughs) without him (laughs) oh but you you entered this is another so the first question we tackled was who am i and that's when you were introduced and now this is another um, groundbreaking scene in my opinion because you're introducing the concepts to an audience of people that might not understand that some people are attracted to people and not genitals so
2: yeah
1: it's a beautiful thing yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead, remark.
2: Yeah, and I mean, I'm just like, there's so many layers again with, with that scene. um Again, it's because you you do get to meet Zakir at this point and she keeps surprising us. <laughs> That's one thing that I love about her. I mean, you think that you know her and then, <laughs> shock, you don't, <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. And um, one of the things that I really love about this scene is not just what she says, but it's even just a symbolism in it. And the fact that before she was mocking, the entire thing of Vandam and courage and, and the matatu and all that. And she's found herself in a position where now she's coming to seek courage from the same thing that she mocked before. Right. Which which just says that there's so much truth there. And and in the same way that they kiss for the first time. I mean the first time they meet it's in front of the Vandam. Um, and then the next time the first time that they kiss is in front of the Vandam again. And I felt that like so that was so symbolic and just so <laughs> so beautiful in itself right. um, but what she says for me is, is even more it's so profound because it represents so many people um, even here at home in, in in Africa who don't have the privilege of expressing themselves as openly as the kid does and that in itself is already groundbreaking Mm
3: -hmm.
2: because that means she is a voice (laughs) she represents um what I talked about hope um she represents freedom and and uh, that is not something you can take lightly and then the fact that there's also no judgment it's a completely (laughs) non-judgmental zone there's just there's just freedom and then there's love and and acceptance you know, mm-hmm. yep. I mean, we don't know that. I mean, she doesn't know at that point that he has, you know, seven other people in his head who <laughs> <laughs> he regularly makes love with. and He's already out with had every <laughs> kind of sex
0: you could think of when it's a kid. You
2: know, just dealing with that half of the time. <laughs> She's focused on, but doesn't know, you know. <laughs> I mean, putting all of that aside, that takes a lot of courage to confront her, right. you know? Mm-hmm. And um even people that I've spoken to after the show, um, here in, in, in Africa, whether it's it's in other countries or in Kenya, um, that was one of their most powerful scenes as well. Um, and they thanked me for that simply because that's how deeply touched that they were and, and knowing that there's someone out there who relates to some extent. Yeah. You know. And I feel like that is the purpose of this show to to give people the courage to to be themselves and not feel ashamed for it, you know. Because I really think shame is just the first step for oppression, you know, because you're not allowed mm-hmm. to 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 express yourself, and that's that's a prison in itself.
1: It is. It is.
2: And that's and that's what she breaks free from, and and I get the feeling that you know that's not something that she obviously shares very often, because even just from the scene before where he's, he goes to the office and, and, you know, their reaction towards him wanting Zakir, you know, there's a mockery and there's no there's right. no respect
3: <laughs> right. there,
2: you know. And, and the fact that she's so brave and so courageous and, and pushes through the barriers and, and decides to, to go ahead and just take a risk. And that's what love is. You know, it's taking risks as well. Um, and being able to him, it's, it's a phenomenal scene for me.
1: Yeah, Love one it. of the beautiful things I think about it, too. I don't know how it is for you in your country, but here in America, mm. it, it's it's typical that the males need to approach the females to ask for a date. Mm-hmm. And we see here yeah. in this, now we have an empowered woman who yeah. is kind of, she's she's fragile, right? And she's smart and she's sexually empowered. And here she is asking Caffias for a date. So we have that... Um, re- reverse role from my perspective. Um, not to yeah. say that women can't ask or don't ask men out because they do, but just in in general, that's what it is. So I thought that was another powerful thing too about this scene, and it really shows the power of her because she is courageous to follow her heart.
2: Yes, yes, she is very courageous. Um, and there's so many courageous women, um, here in Kenya and in and and it's 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 beautiful seeing that on screen, to be honest.
3: <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> you
2: know, that's what. Um, that's how you also teach the next generation to be courageous in who they are. You know, because that's that's what we were talking about earlier, where we don't see enough African-empowered women on TV in terms of Hollywood screens. We don't see enough of those stories, and and I think the case is just the beginning, because I mean, obviously, you know, they're, it's coming up now, and it's coming up with a bang, which is great. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think more and more and more more and more and more and more and and I feel like Sensate is one of the shows that has broken barriers you know
1: yeah absolutely and they kind of actually point this out in the show and it's a little more and more apparent as we dig through it where because we have Caffius's story and he's been inspired by Van Damme and we also have Wolfgang's story and he grew up with Conan the Barbarian and that inspired his life so what the, yeah. the the writers are showing us is hey you know what children really are looking for direction on the silver screen on television yes. so let's change that and here's a story yeah. that's gonna change that right so follow yeah. suit so I, I think that's um, a, a very beautiful thing that they've done and I' yeah.
0: I feel really hopeful about the change because I think that the generation that's coming, like this is bringing it forward and it's opening it up. But the generation that's just coming up is even more open to begin with. And they're taking those positions in Hollywood. And like, for example, my daughter is, um, out in LA now. She went out there for an internship, but there, she stays at this, um, house it's it's called upstart and there's people from all over the world there they're young upcoming entertainment industry people who live together and play together and create together as they go off and they all come for different reasons they're not like all in one program it's this house that you can rent and and there's more in those starting up and i think that the the internationalism uh, that that generation is going to bring to the screen is like you're opening the door, and they're just going to push through. Yes,
1: right. Yeah. I, I really think <laughs> yes. the general population is is thirsty for uh, this kind of change and openness, and you know, crossing borders and cultures for the benefit of uh, all parties.
0: Yes. Now we got to the generation, but I did want to use this clip to kind of springboard and ask um, one more Twitter question because we're we're talking about relationships and genitals. So <laughs> <laughs> gotta um,
4: love
3: it, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> Anna Sensate, Twitter Twitter name Anna Sensate, said, um, first off, let her know how much I adore her character. I would like." to know how was the filming of the intimate scene with Toby and mm-hmm. if it was her first time shooting a sex scene and if she was comfortable with it.
2: Okay. Um, it was my first time shooting a sex scene. Um, to be very honest, I never thought that um, I'd be shooting a sex scene this early in my career. <laughs> I actually thought, you know, yeah, you know, maybe like, you know, 40-something. I don't know. In my head, it just seemed to make sense. <laughs> but um, a friend of mine said uh, said to me once, you know, we make plans and, and God laughs. And right.
3: That's
2: what happened with me. Um, so, of course, I had to I had to you know, mentally adjust my, <laughs> my expectations to my life in general. <laughs> um, yeah, so yes, it was my first time. Two, in regards to comfort, I was so... Was am um, so blessed to have had the cast and crew that I did for my first experience um, shooting an intimate scene. Everyone was so professional. It was, it was, it. I don't even know how to describe it. The, the directors were so great that you may as well have been shooting a scene of eating breakfast. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. Everyone is so sensitive to to your needs, to your to your thoughts, to, to your feelings, that it gives you confidence to at least it gave me confidence to, to shoot the scene without any worries. And and once once you trust your director and you've got great directors, I think everything else just falls into place. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and that's what it was for me. It it was empowering in fact. It it was it was the fact that I get to represent women who look different and and, and show that in a sensual way you know, mm-hmm. um with my dark skin and my full hips and and all of that. That in itself was a moment for me.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: and um I felt very I was very comfortable. I didn't have a problem with that at all.
0: And it's well, so it beautiful.
2: Sorry, sorry, carry on. Well Ned? the
0: scenes are just so beautiful and I, I think it's I love hearing how much respect and what it felt like to play that role, you know, to do that scene and have that support of the people around you. But it's felt in every scene in all of the sex scenes in this are representing something. Well, Wolfgang has a few that represent a less, (laughs) less sacred. But (laughs) Wolfgang can do the way Wolfgang does it. (laughs) Right. He has a category of his own. But the, 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 and that's just. I think that's that's
1: part of the spectrum.
0: Right. It's for the contrast and (laughs) all of that. But really, um, you know, to me, the use of sex. Someone said to me, they called it like gratuitous sex. Gratuitous. Gratuitous sex. And I was like, really? Because to me there's more purpose for the sex in this series than any other show that I've ever seen. Like it's yeah. it's purposeful. It's evolving. It's invoking. it's yeah. it's important <laughs> yes, it is.
2: And it's art. it's art. Yes, it's artistic. like incredibly it's, artistic. It's, yeah. it is I mean, it's it's literally beautiful to watch. and yeah, and, and and I'm glad that you said that, um you feel it. Um every time you watch any of these, because that means it, it's just it's just basically resonating what we're feeling and, and it's coming off on screen
1: oh, you for know sure. yes yeah
3: it does. that's the
2: point you know you're supposed to feel <laughs> what we're feeling, you're supposed to feel everything the character is feeling um and and that's that's encouraging and wonderful to hear. As it's well. fun on
0: this side too, as we meet more and more of you that were involved and hear. That because as viewers, you're always wanting to believe that it was as beautiful to produce as it <laughs> is to receive, and it's not always the case. So, it's just as it adds this extra amount of love when we hear each person saying that no, it really was that way.
1: <laughs> yeah, they give you yeah. <laughs> an, a beautiful environment so you could express yourself in that way and that you felt comfortable, and that's a gift to everybody who got to see the show.
2: Yes, agreed. A hundred percent. All right.
1: So here we have another clip. And this is, this is an awesome clip, too. Um, mm-hmm. This is with you and Kafius. You're having a meal, and he's telling you a joke.
4: So they came to my house. They talked to me about it, and they left. <laughs> Wait, you're telling me the DRP actually came through your door and asked you to run them their ticket? Well, yeah. crazy, right? And you haven't met with them again? Uh, I'm sorry, I I, I thought you'd find the story funny. (laughs) (laughs) I've interviewed Komanyaga. He's a serious and very intelligent man. Why wouldn't you meet with him? Zakia, I'm a tattoo driver. Which is exactly why you should run, and why people would vote for you. I was at the protest. I saw the look in their faces. They trusted you, Kaffias. It's ridiculous. I pay a fraction of what it costs you or everyone who lives in Kibera for running water or electricity.
1: You say there's nothing as expensive as being poor.
4: Why? Because our government, like every other government, doesn't care about poor people or places like Kibera. But you do. Sakia, At the very least, you can agree to meet with them. Hear them out.
1: And here we have it another, another beautiful scene and another layer of your character. And yep. we we called this uh, our, our caption for this scene what is "and the new Jella is born," <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> because here you are, you know, you're loving and you're compassionate and passionate, and you really care for him. But now it really shows that you care for him because you're he he brought something out in you, and now you're returning the favor.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh, I like where you put that. Yes.
0: Yeah. And and it's it was interesting to you know interview you and prepare for that after having interviewed Paul because he talked about Jella's role and how it shifted when the character Sakaya came in. That's I think where we came up with that. It's like yeah, you because he was all about knowing the like he kept. Caffius say he knew there was something special about Kathiusse, and his job was to kind of give him the space to be whatever he was meant to be. And then you come in and you do the same thing, but you you see it, the potential and and nudge him forward. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: you know, it's 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 funny, but I find that with with a scene like that, or with the kind of relationship that they're developing. Between Zakir and Kafi, and doesn't it just make you realize that it's so important to be around people who see the greatness in you, even when you don't see it in yourself?
3: Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Like, <laughs> even yeah. just hearing yeah. you say that
2: makes my heart expand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it's, it's just, it's something that we don't get to experience very often in our lives. But when you do, it changes everything. Yeah. You know, and then you can meet this person once. Or you can have them in your life forever but um it's like they're your <laughs> they're your sensi <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know in your own way um and and that that for me was what was what I found really sweet about that scene because yes she's seeming a bit a bit harsh with him because he's just being his typical capius you know today's gonna be a great day kind of thing <laughs> and, and, and she's just looking at him thinking, okay, let's get to work. <laughs> it's a great day, but come on. You know, there's there's so much that I see in you that you're not seeing in yourself. And I think that's, that was what was um, really important for me in that scene. At least that's what stood out for me in that scene, just, just seeing that kind of love. And that's very important for everyone to have at least. Yeah, and was, not necessarily, you know, romantic love, even platonic love, whatever it is. Right. To There's be like, seen.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, because uh, that is part yeah. of a relationship. Yeah. Um, any any good relationship that is is you need to have um somebody put you in your place when when you need to <laughs> or or tell you to say yes to lunch or nod your head to kiss the girl or whatever, <laughs> you know.
2: <laughs> exactly. And as right. you know, well, as long as their intentions, you know, that they have the, your best interests at heart, I think, you know, it's possible for you to do anything after right. that. You can literally be or do anything if you have the right support. And, and Kaffius definitely has the right support all around him.
0: And there is something that is powerful about her coming in from a different... She was raised differently. She has a different worldview. Um, yeah. So it may not even... It, it's not even necessarily that Caffius doesn't think highly of himself. He just never thought beyond the environment that he was in. Like he just never thought of being more than that. He was just making himself yeah. happy within it. Yeah. And then yeah. you know, even yeah. even just going into the first time he goes to the apartment and seeing that difference with the coffee, you know, the coffee maker, the books, the, you know, it's like, a, that's like just world opening to him,
2: it appears. Yeah, yeah it, it um, expanded his, his his vision, you know, he stretched. And and that's what I think everyone needs at one point or the other, you need to, to stretch. Right. <laughs> Get out of the comfort zone, be pushed a little, <laughs> right? as you said just now, yeah.
1: Well, it's, <laughs> it's also very interesting to me too, because... Uh, I know you guys are from two different worlds, but you have, you, um, we can assume that you're a pretty successful journalist, you have a nice place to live, and here, mm-hmm. and you're a female, and here mm-hmm. we have Caffet, Caffius, who lives kind of in poverty, and so it's just kind of, usually you have the knight in shining armor kind of situation to pull <laughs> pull the girl out of the bad situation, and this, they kind of blur the lines a little bit. With the the physical aspects, Um, you're kind of pulling him up and he's kind of showing you your inner truth in a way. And so there's this like this balance that goes back and forth between you. And I just noticed that now, actually, as we were talking over this scene.
2: (laughs) Talking is good. It is. (laughs) Talking is good. And in fact, even as you say that, um, it's it's also um, just dawned on me that he is very secure in himself as well to be with a girl.
0: Like mm-hmm. secure, right? Exactly. Yeah,
2: because, because unfortunately, uh, well, I don't know. it's fortunate or I don't know anymore. <laughs> Sometimes it's just a cultural difference thing, right? But it, it, you know, in in most places or in most scenarios, such as that, um, the guy might feel a bit intimidated or. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, you know, ah, I oh, this is uh, maybe let me make it first and then I'll come for her, or, you know, or let me do this first or uh, let me try. and Or, you know, sometimes go negative and, and the guy might try and put her down, you know, make her feel small in order to make himself feel big. And and just shows it's just a testament of what kind of man he is. Bottom line, you know, right. he's, he's got his head on straight. He's he's, <laughs> he's very secure in himself. He's he's. Um, yeah, that's just something I realized
1: as well just now.
2: <laughs> as you were talking. Yeah. Thanks, he, yeah,
1: you're welcome. He has good taste in women.
2: <laughs> he does, right? He does. He does.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Funny. <laughs>
1: All right. So, we have a couple more Twitter questions.
2: Dun, 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 dun.
1: All right. So, I'm just going to say this is from Kala Bogdan. I'm so sorry. You got to watch more
0: sense, <laughs> <since laughs> Zach. I
1: do. Annunciations. <laughs> oh. All right. If we could have a third season, what would you like to see Zakia doing? And what were you doing? Well, let's stop at oh, that. Okay, then- let's stop there then.
0: That way we'll get both answers. <laughs>
2: You really you figured
0: out I figured brain. you
2: out. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. This one mm, cartoon brain. Okay. Um, you see what was the question? Okay, I've already <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Um, wow.
1: <laughs>
2: <yeah>. Seriously though. <bro. laughs>
1: oh, I'm good. I'm just. I'm relished. This is a beautiful interview. I'm having such a good time. This is so much fun. Listen,
2: oh, you're like, wow. It is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine just having a normal conversation uh-huh. with me. Bless, my- bless them all. <laughs> uh, all
1: right. If you could have a third season, what would you like to see Zakia doing?
2: Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously still with with Kaffius and and being um, being a great influence for him, I would love her to have more interaction with the rest of the That would be great. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> wow. I haven't thought about this question either, but what I would like to see. So she's actually got a really. Um, She's got a nice YouTube following now, at least, and she's a journalist. That's one person they don't actually have on the team. So, if you use your influence as a journalist to maybe help expose BPO or something crazy, I don't know, that could be fun too.
2: Oh, that okay. So, can I just take your answer and then, and then we fix it and post <laughs> <laughs> it? Like I'm having difficulty also answering that question because you, you of how phenomenal the series finale is right
0: I know I was thinking about <laughs> that like, you have
2: to be like careful. I <laughs> want to answer the way I would normally ask but I can't because right y'all you guys are not ready
3: I'm
1: you. perfect. that's what I like to hear. <laughs>
2: Only a few more weeks yep. <laughs> 38 days. 37 I think. <laughs> a little
0: less for us cuz we're going to the screening. So we got yeah. a week we got like
2: 23
0: days. <laughs> oh. 23 I- days.
1: <laughs> it's going to be a great time.
2: But um
0: yeah. well, you know, if you want to come back after the screening and answer that question, we'd love to have you.
2: Great. <laughs> I'd love to. This time it'll be video. <laughs> Back on the show, it's
0: great. I love it. <laughs> all right, we have um, another question here. Yeah, I think Zach stayed quiet, so I'd have to say this name. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. okay, it's at Nihausen is the Twitter name. Do you know that we are not giving up at all on Sensate? Don't you? Oh. Fighting since 2017, and still a lot to do. I just want you to be ready for season three.
2: <laughs> My goodness,
0: have you ever heard of fans like this ever in your? Am I might know. No, no. <laughs> Shoot. it's 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 incredible the impact. I mean, yeah. it's the greatest compliment that you could have.
1: It is. It really is.
2: I mean, it just. Oh wow! It just shows how. Important this show is and how ready the world is for it. You know, it's yep. it's like ahead of its time, but at the same time, <laughs> the world is ready for this message that Sensei is giving. And you know, once once it's like once your eyes are opened, you're like, you just want it, you want more and more and more and more of it. Because right. like, there's no end to it, you know.
3: Love wow, is like that. but no,
2: no, no to to that. Uh you said it's this called and <laughs> like that to the handle. I can
0: training? spell it. n e n i e h a u s c
2: s m. Okay, so to him or her. Perfect. <laughs> um, no, I'm not ready. <laughs> oh. <laughs> to, to answer, but no. I mean, oh, wow. No. Um, all we can say is thank you and... I know every cast member, crew member, producer, everyone who's involved in the show is so grateful for the fans. It's like everything that we've sacrificed and worked so hard to put together has is beyond worth it. Right. You know? It it just feels like you feel like you're doing it for your family. It, it goes beyond just just for fans. It's 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 like we've all become family now at this point.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: thank you. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you.
1: All right, now we have Gaia Como Baviro. Mm -hmm. I would like to know if there was a particular moment or scene that Mm -hmm. you feel connected, attached to, and also if you have any anecdote to tell us concerning the cast.
2: Wow, um, any scene I particularly feel attached. Gosh, there's so many. You know, <laughs> that's a problem or oh, the good thing with this show. It's like you can't just pick one. <laughs> like you want to, but you're like, mm, I can't. Top uh, five. <laughs> yeah, top 100 is more like that. <laughs> um, hmm. Uh, a scene that I was in or? it's said it with you or without you. Yep. Oh, with or without me. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, Oh, you know one that <laughs> okay. It's it's a bit of a funny one, but I I don't know why it's what's come to mind right now. <laughs> one of the scenes that makes me very happy is when um, Carla and Rajuha have finally you know the morning after, but it was actually Carla and Wolfgang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: And That's a good scene, <laughs> <laughs> and that look
2: on Wolfgang's <laughs> face. <laughs> <laughs> I can never forget it. I'm just like, <laughs> I feel so satisfied. I was like, this guy, this guy, this guy, like, you know? And I feel for Carla so much half the time because she's so torn between being this good girl and and all her needs and wants that keeps keeps, you know bringing out of her and she doesn't know what to do with herself (laughs) i think all of us have at one point or the other experienced that like i just feel like i'm such a normal human level like you you meet someone you're like you are bad i do not want (laughs) you i do not your body is saying something else Um, reactions and yes I, i i find them the cutest ever um, I'm I'm very attached to that in regards to, to, to that scene. I found it hilarious. But um, just themes that I'm connected with, I would say, wow. Well, I think one of them is the first time that Kathy enters entered Zakea's house mm. and I I, I I what I loved about it is that these are two extremely different people. That are showing the world that there are no, there are no rules and there are no bounds when it comes to love, and I I felt very, I felt goosebumps with that scene. Yeah. Just yeah. when I when I read it, I, I felt like we attach so much to things and ideas and rules and religions and this and that and 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 laws that that have been. Um, put in this world for reasons half the time we don't even know anymore because all they do is cause war. You know they don't really cause um, right. love. And for me, that it, it might have been a very small moment, but it was very significant for me just because it also touched me personally. Um, and I'll share something I, I don't easily, easily share it too much, but I will share something. I, I have known I've known um, living in wealth, and I've known living in poverty. Mm-hmm. and I have known being in love with someone who is not um, of my social status, both ways, right? And and that for me was just, it, it's interesting. I, I, I say sometimes it's, it's the roles that choose you. Right.
3: <laughs> it's not you who right. chooses the role. <laughs>
2: um, and that for me was just one of those moments where I felt like love has no balance, mm-hmm. you know? And so I'll pick that one because there are too many in my head swimming around right now (laughs) to the moments that, uh, things that I connected with, but I'll pick that for now. Yeah, that's it.
0: I like that you pick that because it's exactly what you said. There, it seems like a simple scene, but there is no simple scene here. Like there, every, it, it is so strategic. Everything has, a message that will touch our heart that we can relate to in some way or another in our lives and it because they're portrayed in simple ways that's why we let them in you know like that's why we feel them and recognize them thank you for sharing that
1: yes thank you very much
2: you're welcome <laughs> you guys are so great i <laughs> can't <laughs>
3: I should shit, I should warn
1: is-
0: people that I used to be a therapist and I'm a coach, so That's you might say
2: things you didn't it. want to That's say. <laughs> I'm, done. I'm ending this guy. Reach of some contract somewhere. I, need I know to find I it. probably and- should warn people now that I'm... <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> huh. And I thought I thought that was the, the cheeky one. Clearly, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> So how would you say, like,
0: so living a sensate life, carrying that off of the set and into the world, what would, what would you say is your way of doing that? Or what does it mean to you? And how do you, do you ever think about kind of trying to bring that into your life, into your world and out to the world through your acting?
2: Oh, all the time, all the time. Um, I can't say I've ever taken a role that I didn't feel impacted me in one way or the other. Yeah. Um, but like I said, for me, I really believe that roles are the ones that choose you. It's not, right. you, you think you have the fire and you realize. mm <laughs> um, uh, For me, it changed a lot. I, it opened up my eyes to so much and not just necessarily outside the world, but more internal, internally about how I view myself. Um, as individual, about choices that I've made in my life and what were the judgments behind them. Um, why do I have certain values? Why, if, for instance, I was a religious person, um, I mean, I'm, I, I always, I, I see myself as more spiritual than religious and I ask myself, okay, it, when when I was more religious, what was, you know... <laughs> Where did it come from? You know, why where did I make certain decisions? Why did I treat people around me in a certain way? Why do I today do the same thing? Um, who are my friends? Who do I want to be in this world? I mean, that, that for me is, is a lot of the things a that um, playing the role of Zakiya has done for me. And for instance, it was not easy um, choosing to, to portray the very sexual, sensual side of her. Um, simply because it's something that, for instance, in this country hasn't been done before at least not in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the times what you'll see on screen when a woman is is in any sexual encounter, it, it, especially an African woman, it'll be a rape or or um violence it it's never it's very rare that it's love <laughs> you know it's wow. very rare that it's consensual yeah. it's it's very rare that it's as powerful as it is with um with Seki and Kafias, and that in itself was something that I also had to address within myself. Um, who am I in relation to this character? Um, what impact will it have on African women who are sexually empowered um, after the show is out? You know, what impact will it have on my own life as an individual? And I mean, it's it's. It, I mean, they're who we can dig deeper and deeper and deeper because. <laughs> every day is is something new for me in regards to to zakir um, sometimes i will I will meet people who are just so inspired by by her role by simply saying "I'm so glad that you had your Afri- your, your natural hair out mm-hmm. you know things that we take for granted and I had to ask myself why I chose to go natural which is something it's become a movement now, but the truth is it's an empowering movement for a lot of African women because Um, For so long, we're taught that, um, you know, what's naturally yours is not necessarily good or beautiful or attractive. And that in itself is already (laughs) a huge thing on the show. (laughs) Right. You know? So there's so many layers to... And and that's something, in fact, that Lana was very um, specific about because she loved me. She's like, oh, my gosh, your hair I love. I was like, okay. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Okay, can we all just? It's okay, thank you. (laughs) 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 My hair loves you too, (laughs) you know. And and that those are some of the reasons that I knew this role had to be done and it had to be done right. And those are some of the things that impacted me after the show came out because a lot of African women would resonate with the fact that, oh wow, you know, um, having natural hair out is beautiful and 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 we're seeing it on tv now and it's and it's it's lovely so um yeah i've had to question a lot of my own values a lot of my own thoughts about my body about my life in general right um yeah so i guess that's a long answer to you oh that's That's fine (laughs) that's very
1: beautiful thank you for for sharing all of that with us it Mm, sounds like yeah the like the whole hair thing i think it's ridiculous because you you mentioned this earlier in the podcast you know that's those were kind of white man values placed upon your culture and those values were wrong right but then we go on and people believe them and it's just this total distortion which causes what you know it's shame and it's and it's guilt for being in our own bodies and they're beautiful the way they are and so Um, it's just another, it's a beautiful thing that you got to express on the screen for everybody to see in my opinion. So, well done.
0: Thank you. You're welcome. Well, that's, thank you for, thank you for all that you did with Sense8 and for coming here and being on the podcast, coming yes. here in my head, you're sitting right next right. to us. There is no. Yes, I do feel like sitting next to you. you know, we're sensates. <laughs> so you are right here. <laughs> we'll share some tea. Yeah, you know. <laughs>
3: English Although, tea if is we very go, good.
0: English tea is good, but if we go to Kenya, we'll have coffee.
2: <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Carry
0: bags of it. <laughs> Oh, You know, so going to that line where you say that in in the show, I had to laugh because as an American, when I go to England, everybody wants to give you coffee. And for up until very, very recently, it was um, always the instant coffee, like a spoonful, you know, that you get in a can and then you mix in hot water. Yeah. And so I always said, no, you know, I was like, no, (laughs) no, thank you. I'll have tea, which I love tea anyway. But (laughs) one time I was with someone and he looked at me, he goes, it's real coffee. (laughs) The real one, not this one. (laughs) So that line in itself was great. I mean, it's like every little nugget. I'm like, oh, my gosh, yes. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it is quite a show, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> um, you shall come to Kenya, and I shall give you coffee. All right. <laughs> I'll take you up, honey. You'll be like, "Oh, I didn't mean it." <laughs> <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> these two look lost. Can I help you?
2: Yeah. I'm <laughs> like okay. these tourists, and I don't know. I don't understand what they're
0: saying. <laughs> I oh, don't know yeah. them. I, I've never heard their voice before. <laughs>
2: yeah. No. Thank you so much for having me on the show. It's it's. Um. I was I was really um glad when you reached out. It's been great. Oh. It has been it great. Has
1: thank been you wonderful. very much for thank joining you. us.
2: Lots of love. Love you guys. Is You're there
0: awesome. anything you would like to before we close? Is there anything you would like the listeners
3: to know? I love you.
2: All. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I love you all so much. I feel like I feel like literally every day they make my day. <laughs> like there's such an outpouring of of oh, gosh of just openness and vulnerability and yumminess. I, I like using the yummy a lot, but <laughs> I'm like they're yum. There's something yum. of yum. they're they're, they're just Oh, they're phenomenal, and and I loved them so much. And that's all I would like to say to them.
0: <laughs> that's awesome, and that
2: love is is right back at you. <laughs> and and oh gosh, and the the finale is is going to be, um, good, yeah, in every way, shape, and form. It is it is something else. Yeah, that's yeah. beautiful. Can't yeah. wait,
0: can't wait, and we'll be able to. We'll have you back and talk about it. After everybody's yeah. had a chance to see it.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> awesome.
3: Thank you. Great. Thanks. Okay.
1: All right. So that's a wrap there. Thank you, Mumbai Mina, for being on the LiveSense 8 podcast. We had a wonderful time and it was full of laughs. And a big shout out goes to Sarah Applegate for being the editor of the Live Sense8 podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, head on over to patreon.com forward slash live sense8, and please consider donating to the show. If you have any questions or comments, you can always hit us up on the Twitter at live underscore sense8, or you can email us at team at livesense8.com. Thank you very much for all your support over on Patreon and all the social shares and engagement on social media. And thank you very much for spending your time here with us today at the Live Sense8 Podcast. We really appreciate it, and we hope you enjoyed the show. Until next time.